common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. A huge study that came out. This is Siena College Research saying a shocking 27% of New Yorkers are planning to leave the Empire State in the next five years. 30% saying they wish they lived somewhere else. Well, continuing our discussion now, we have in studio Heather Mulligan. She is the president and CEO of the Business Council of New York State, representing 3,200 businesses Heather, what's going on? Are you surprised by this number or not surprised? Well, I'm not surprised. Um, New York has the heaviest tax burden out of any other state in the country. And we have a legislature that seems to not believe the numbers that, you know, half a million people left the state uh, last year. Uh, 68,000 New Yorkers actually went so far as to change their driver's licenses from New York to Florida Florida actually did a calculation that represents about $6.8 billion in income that left the state. So these were not people who, you know, don't have businesses or don't work. Um, and yet, if you talk to our uh, many of, of our legislators, they will tell you, well, no, it doesn't matter. We can keep raising taxes. And just to give you a flavor, New York State, the per capita tax burden is $20,000 per person, per person. right? Wow. So that includes babies and, and people who don't work uh, in Florida which has, and this kind of makes sense, a uh, couple million people more than New York 20, now. 22 million so, versus uh, 20. Right. So they have a couple million more than us. Their state budget is half of ours, and their state tax burden is half of ours. And by the way, California isn't 20,000. California is only about 16. Texas is about nine. Um, you know, we're, we are losing because we are just crushing businesses, and we're hostile. We don't like people who make money, who create GDP and value for the state. And in New York, we have the highest GDP industry, financial services. And you can see how welcoming our legislature is to financial services. I mean, they are overtly hostile. So it's no surprise that you have the governor of Florida coming up here saying, hey, Miami, we're going to make it Wall Street South. And why don't you come Miami, Miami, yeah. they want to make it the international uh, banking uh, facility for North and South America. Yep. New York is hands down the financial services capital of the world, but we're not doing anything to, to hang on to that. Jamie Dimon, the, the other day, there was some revelations that uh, uh, they got more, J.P. Morgan has more employees in Texas than they do in New York. Yeah, and that's not the only company that has moved significant headcount out of New York State. But to hear our legislators, they say, hey, look, there was there was the pandemic and we have more millionaires than we did before. Well, guess what? That's that's not the same thing as millionaire earners. In fact, New York and Illinois are the only two states in the country to lose millionaire earners during the pandemic. So tell us about like some of the things that are driving them out. I mean, obviously, you talked about taxes and all that. What about crime? Too? Crime, I taxes mean- and affordability were the big three that were mentioned in the Siena survey. Um, you know, and so again, affordability. So you want to tackle affordability? You can't do it by raising the cost of energy, by raising the cost of everything that moves. Um, and you can't, you can't do it by putting up policies 
that are, are counterproductive and discourage people from investing. Let's add congestion pricing, right? I mean, right. come on. I mean, I, it's I, so I mean, crazy. The basic rule is you tax things you want less of. In New York, we tax jobs. We tax people coming into the city. Okay, does that make sense? If you want people to come back here and spend money, you're going to make it more expensive? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it sure doesn't. Judge Weinberg? Well, Heather... What I'm very concerned about is this so-called Climate Leadership and Community Protection Act. Yes. The cost, if that is not modified, and it was an attempt by Governor Hochul to raise the issue during the budget process, then she quickly backed off. The problem is that they don't change the way they do the calculations, and we're the only state that uses a a 20-year clock rather than a a 100-year clock. If they don't change that, the cost of gasoline and natural gas is going to skyrocket, Going back to your issue of affordability, would you explain that? Yeah, that's exactly why they use this calculation. They want to make the cost of gasoline and natural gas skyrocket so that no one can afford it. So, you know, the theory being we're all now going to switch over to solar and wind. But we just heard from Steve Forbes that it's not really going to work too well. well. I I mean, Larry Kudlow had uh, the EPA, the former EPA chairman Wheeler, and his calculations is we could only probably have 20% of electric vehicles by 2050. So so how how's the nicest way I could say? Somebody's full of crap. Yeah, and you know how much an electric vehicle is? They're full is? of crap. There it is. <laughs> by the way, you know how much it is? Fifty-one to $57,000. How are you getting the average person? How can you afford that? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll build in incentives. What they'll do is they'll tax other people and create a pile of money and then give money to incentivize people to buy things. But... I, I still, you know, there's a, a lot of technical problems with electric vehicles in the Northeast in particular. Um, I, you know, there's a there's a story about a governor of a northeastern state who proudly bought a pickup truck and then had to be rescued by state troopers 12 times in like three months because it was in the Northeast and, and just didn't have well, the that, range. There's simply, well, besides range, you don't have the charging stations. Right. And besides not having a charging station, there are real questions about whether there are electric fires. And when they have these fires... The pollutant that comes out is toxic. It's very dangerous. And the other problem with them is they explode. They put out the fire. It takes a long time for the emergency workers to put out the fire. Then they explode again on their own initiative one more time. There's no control of this. And they think this is the panacea for what? And then, and then we're at Cox, and then where does the electricity come from? Natural gas. Right. Of course. And, so, and who benefits? China. China benefits by pushing EVs right now with all the mining. I mean, that's the craziest thing. Well, you can and see what China, a, China's been doing in Africa has been a long game to try and develop rare earth play so that they can own this market. And real quick, uh, Patterson. Uh, there have been a, 149 lithium battery fires in New York City already this year. So crazy. Absolutely. Well, we need businesses to stay. We all love New York, John. You know, I mean, we want them to stay. Heather, thank you so much for being here. And please come back often whenever you're in the city. You always have space in our studio to get your voice out there and common sense. And and, uh, thank you uh, for what you do. Thanks so much.